Jams, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 481. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I am DJ Ronma S. I am Mako-chan. Well, so I'm Ichigo Gami. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, you know, we'll let the others go first. I don't even know the rotation anymore. It's like, whoever jumps in next, just roll with it. <laughs> just, like, beat everybody and go, I'm next, mofo! Oh, it yes. was me! Ichigo! <laughs> yare yare daze. <laughs> I-, I guess I'll go, I'm Koi! Hey, Koi! <laughs> I'm here to break your shit. Yeah? Well... Oh, damn it, Koi, you know who we're speaking of. <laughs> well, I, I mean, um, if you didn't realize, the opening sequence didn't play, so... Thank you. I try. Mm-hmm. Every time. <laughs> and, Wallace Wise, did you introduce yourself yet, or no? No, she hasn't yet. Okay. Go. Oh, very quiet. Very Super quiet. quiet. Oh, oh. I told Check you. Check your cord. Check your cable. I feel like something might be loose. I hear hmm. her barely, but she is there. I hear a Damian. I was about to say, I hear a cat. Yeah, I, I redeemed pet Damien, and uh, <laughs> that is what happens. Well, Damien doesn't care, because he's getting, he's getting the attention he wants from his person slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time I turn away, he keeps, like, putting his paw towards me with his claws out into my shirt and then pulling back. He's like, mm, the softest of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of hear you. But it's very little. How about now? It's getting louder. Better. There you go. You're getting louder, hun. A little like... bit louder now. Shout! Wow! Weird. You were fine earlier. I wonder what it's doing. Yeah, I wonder what it's doing. Gee, I wonder too. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Anime Jam Session, where we will have at least one tech issue a night. Thing. One. And uh, tonight we're bringing you at least five. Yeah. No, we're already, we are already up. We're already up to six. We're already up to six because I forget when I re-added y'all Skype inputs. I forget. I forgot to mute y'all, and there was echoing, so I had to run down the list. So. Oh my gosh! But it's fixed. <laughs> we know what the problem I'm is, so it's fixed. Fixed. We worked really hard on that for you guys. So 2021, we fixed the echo, but we can't promise anything else. Okay. Until Koi yeah. comes back, you're all we sucked. promise nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Anywho, we are live week of December 22nd, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You find us here every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11, right here, talking about anime, games, the fandom, geek stuff, everything in between, and then some. Um, You can also find us on Discord at bugnetwork.com slash Discord. We're part of the Voice of Geeks Network, and every show that's part of Voice of Geeks Network has a channel, so come by and check them out. And you can find them at Vognet 
vognetwork.com as well as Twitch TV slash vognetwork. They kick things off with on set on Sunday at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. So before we kick things off and continue on, how is everybody doing tonight? <laughs> Go on, tell us how you really that, feel. That's, that's, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess I'll go because I burped. <laughs> go for it. I'll start. Go ahead. I'll go so start. Um, I'm doing fantastic. I'm about uh, four ciders in, so mm. I'm fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, j- just so you know, this is our Christmas special, so we're kind of relaxed. All we're asking everybody else here to participate responsibly. Please, we are not held yes. responsible for your stupidity unless somebody on staff said it, and even then, we're not liable. Anywho. I deny everything I say as I say it. See? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yes, barely. <laughs> All right, we're going to go around the room with kicking things up with how was your week, how was your day? Mako-chan, how was your week, how was your day? Um... I, I guess okay in the sense that I have, you know, three and a half days off this week. Hmm. And that's basically what I'm looking forward to. How'd you play? Uh, I was sick this past weekend. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, I've been trying to find some decent freaking fan fiction for Harry Potter um, Buffy. But Ooh. only when Harry Potter is in a relationship with Spike. Oh, um, it's very, very interesting, and there are not a whole hell of a lot of them out there, and most of the ones that are out there suck. Um, so I'm just trying to find myself some smut people, and it's not working. <laughs> Please, if you have any Christmas holiday smut, send it to Mako-chan at AnimeJamSession.com. I don't want Christmas holiday smut. I just want good old-fashioned smut. <laughs> Anybody out there is a writer. I, there, here is your writing challenge right now. Your fanfic challenge. Some good old fashioned Spike and Harry Potter smut. But it's got to be classy. <laughs> it don't have to be classy. It can be messy and disgusting. It just has it to be starts oh, classy. And then we take it to the messy. And then you get graded by Mako-chan. <laughs> That's how it works. Just... Wow. I, 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 I got nothing. And here we are. You're welcome. That's how I work. Yeah. Everybody needs at least one good vampire porn. That's all I got to say. Uh-huh. I, 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 th- I think the pandemic and us, and us being at home and not interacting at cons is, is bringing out the worst in some of us. And for the most part, that's not really a problem. How is it bringing? This is me. It, but. Yeah, but you're not. I've, this... been, I've been like this since I'm like 13. Yeah, but you've not. <laughs> but you have you not been. About but pandemic. you. You haven't been this vocal about smut in a long time. That's why I said it. Well, no, that's because I have been reading a lot of supernatural, and while I'm reading smut, I don't mind, you know, reading just normal genfic for that. Mm. If I'm going into something and I want something specific, i.e. I'm trying to find Harry Potter and Spike porn, then I'm going to talk about my porn. Fair. It's fair. It's fair. Anywho, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? 
uh, productive, I guess. Uh, it, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, obviously I've been focused a lot here on Twitch. Um, not particularly on Anime Jam Session, though. I mm -hmm. have been trying to be better about that. So, hi, hi, I made it. I'm alive. Yay. Um, but basically just working on my channel and doing all the things. And uh, we drew emotes a while back on stream. So I kind of finished those up. And inherently, like, we're trying to create the aesthetic of, like, well, the aesthetic is paper dolls. So, like... Yay. Black and white is kind of a standard look for us. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it's been cool and weird. Um, and that's basically... <laughs> cool and weird. It's basically <laughs> been super fun. Uh, the community's been really sweet. We're small but mighty. Um, so that's kind of what I've been nerding out about is uh, just getting all that kind of done and getting emotes done mm -hmm. and working on building that community uh, and then doing a lot of sewing. I didn't really sew anything for Christmas. I I really focused on just doing work because unfortunately when you sew for work versus when you sew for fun, when you do it both, it, it, it hard. So uh -huh. um, it's hard. I've gotten a bunch of commissions done. So I've cleared up and I finished basically items that I thought I wouldn't finish until January. But the problem is I can't send them out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because the USPS is in turmoil. Uh -huh. So, yeah, womp, womp, womp. we're going to wait until like the middle to late January to send stuff out. But other than that, like goals are being accomplished. I'm feeling a lot better and it's going to be a strong start into 2021. No, I, I, I totally get that. And in regards to the whole postal service thing, I've been tracking packages I've sent out and they're hitting their, their destinations. And I'm just like, wow, I guess the people I'm sending to weren't in like in these big concentrated areas. Go me, I guess. Yeah, I have one gift now that I'm waiting for. Um, it's actually part of Ranma's gift. I ordered it two weeks ago. Uh, tracking says that it is still quote-unquote pending. Um, it's coming out of Jersey. It is literally, I could drive an hour, pick it up myself, and drive home. And there has been no update for two weeks. Oh, no. That's, that's how a lot of people are dealing. They're like, I could have bought this gift. I could have driven the two hours to mm -hmm. the place, bought the gift, driven the five hours to the person to deliver it, and driven home in less time than it's taking some people to get their packages. But at the same time, again, like Ronma was saying, is that like there are these hubs where yep. they're depots, and they just they have to handle the packages before they even get on the trucks, which is why there's such a backup and the fact that they are highly affected by COVID and they're very mm -hmm. highly affected by uh, people either protesting uh, sick with the virus or just not returning to work because of mental health. And oh, yeah, that's, that's completely acceptable. Like that, that's completely mm -hmm. understood. Yeah. We've dealt with that. Um, we had packages go to Cincinnati. We mailed out on the 8th. They finally got there yesterday. Um. I guess Cincinnati's hub got shut down because of a COVID outbreak. So, yeah, understood completely. Yeah, I, I, I heard about that. Um, I'm actually tracking four packages. Originally, I was tracking six or seven, but I mailed out five packages, like, uh, on, on the 17th. And out of those five packages, two have hit their destination. There's a third... 
two of the de one destination is out in Long Island. The other destination is Jersey. I, know the, I have another package going to Jersey. It's late. I got one package to Maryland, one package to New Hampshire, and I have another package going to Jersey, and I'm just following along, you know. It's like, well, I mean, if I wanted to show up around this time, I would have contacted Santa Express, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, the other problem that a lot of people are having is that the post office isn't scanning everything that they're mm -hmm. getting um so i have a couple of things coming to me from colorado that have not been scanned by the post office at all same because you know the post office in fort collins sucks it does i mean i mean look not for nothing when you have a, a cushy union job you're you're not going to give a fuck really so you know and this is coming from somebody who's who's had a union job and who could tell you some stories of some outlandish things I have seen. Yeah, but I I have had the worst luck with scanning from this particular post mm -hmm. office. Like right now, I'm tracking Mako-chan's gift, and according to the website, I was supposed to have it by the 18th. I get an email on Sunday saying this phone that they're shipping out and. And as I'm following it, it's it left California and it should arrive by Monday. I'm just like, okay. But even though you said months ago it arrived on the 18th, but as long as it gets here, you know. Uh, anywho, let's see who else. Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day? Well, Ronman knows how my day was. We spent <laughs> a fun two hours. Yes, my child of mine. <laughs> Yeah, um, so, my computer, story of my life. Um, other than that, um, God, I don't remember the last time I was on here. I got married in October, yay. Congrats! <laughs> Thank you. Um, other than that, just living the remote worker lifestyle and still getting used to that because, um, I didn't work for a remote company originally. We went remote back in June, so I'm still getting used to that. Um, other than that, just doing last minute Christmas prep. I'm already on Christmas break technically, so I'm already, uh, I was off today and I'm, I don't go back to work now till Sunday. So hooray. Mm. Yay. Hey, Koi, long time no see. How the hell have you been? Koi has been a busy bitch. Um, <laughs> busy is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working a lot, honestly. Um, I've been working, I've been streaming, still working on costumes, all that crazy shit. Um, I'm still potty mouth. Well, well yeah, that's nothing but, new. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just just kind of keeping my nose to the ground and keeping busy. But the major thing has been, uh, for those that don't know, I have a very sick mom, and we're just trying to do everything to make sure she is happy for this last Christmas. So... That's that's been my major my major goal. So I get the next few days off to make sure that happens. And, and that's what's up. And the entire staff at Anime Jam Session is here for you. So you know you know who to lean on. I love you guys for that. And we Hearts. love you too. Oh, as my parents start... are trying to call, but we're not answering that right now. <laughs> I was gonna start to sing "Lean on Me." Lean I, on me. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to happen. Wait, you're not strong. <laughs> 
Lordy Lord. So I, I just found out one of my packages from Colorado made it to New Jersey, and I just have to go pick it up tomorrow. The other package from Colorado went the opposite direction, and it's sitting in Las Vegas. Oh, Viva Las Vegas! So I, I believe my cookies are sitting in Las Vegas right now. You know, it's, they're just trying to get a little spicier for you before they hit them. <laughs> Do you think they'll be millionaire shortbread? Oh. Alright, yeah, I'll stop it was, all you. Goodbye. I'm proud of good, you. Good run, it was a good run. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Anywho, my weekend day has been pretty fun. First things first, you, you can't see it because of the angle of the camera, but back there is my new TV. I I, fi yep, I finally pulled the trigger, got myself a nice 43-inch 4K TV, and I didn't even pay retail price. Oh, which also means I actually paid for it. It wasn't hot off the truck either. But, so I decided to, you know, I had to rewire everything, which I needed to, because everything behind the TV and the enchanted looks like friggin' spaghetti. And I decided to do some gaming. I did not realize how glorious Borderland looks in 4K. Oh. I'm just like, wow. And then... Me and Kuro Hikari-chan, we finished Borderlands, and we jumped into Borderlands 3, and I'm staring at the game. As the game loads and the graphics loads, I could have sworn I heard angels singing hallelujah as I'm as I'm playing this game, so I'm just like, Jesus, fuck, this game is sexy. It's just the graphics, and I'm just like, wow. So I go ahead, I, up, I set up the, the Fios TV box for 4K, which is great. I update the Xbox One for 4K, which is great. And I go to do it to the PlayStation 4, and I'm just like, come on, give me my 4K. And I Google it. Only the PlayStation 4 Pro can do 4K. And I'm just like, you mean to tell me two consoles that are literally the same in specs, and only one can do 4K? Mm-hmm. What kind of... I was just like, you know... And another reason... Another reason why people wonder why I'm I lean more towards Team Xbox, but that's neither here nor there. But other than that, that's been my weekend day. So you know that's it for us. So I'm uh, about to take a shot of something that will make me breathe fire. I will be right back. All right, you go ahead and do Ooh. that. Um, as I go with the housekeeping, um, this is our last show of the year. Uh, we will be back uh, January twelfth, twenty twenty one. We'll be relaxing for probably for the next two weeks. It, it might even be three weeks. It just depends on how we feel because you have to admit 2020 has been a real hell upon every single one of us on this show. And I know for a fact yes. that 2020 has been hell for almost everybody who is listening to our podcast, watching on Twitch, participating with us, you know, let, let, let us do, let us do the heavy lifting for the next hour and some change, you know? Yeah. I did the shot and then breathed it out my nose, and now oh. it's burning. It burns so bad. It burns like ow. But you like yeah. it though. Uh, n no, it's I. I don't mind doing shots of absinthe. I don't like licorice. I don't like no. you know no. strong anise mm -hmm. type flavors. Mm -hmm. But I like absinthe just because it has a really high proof. Mm. Um, it's not one of those alcohols that you want to take a shot and then breathe at no. all. 
but especially not out your nose. Like uh-huh. I, I, my nose is like dripping right now. It it hurts so bad. I drink Oof. this mule in your love. Oof, that's that, that, that's all I gotta say. I'm sorry, Babu. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have sweet sake now. There you go. There you go. I just switch it up to mules. I needed something a little more bitey than just a cider. <laughs> just, just so you know, Koi, I'm making you a custom reward for that. Ooh. Hmm. Oh. And, and it's going up right now. I don't have an icon God. for it, but it, it's there now. So... We have a new new reward. 250 con bucks. Table service. Koi gets a drink. Oh, I mean. Oh, darn. <laughs> Let me just redeem that. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, hold on. totally drinking all day Christmas Eve so it's not a thing at this point I have a feeling we'll, we'll probably be doing another holiday staff meeting about this but you know that's neither here nor there and also um, there will be no Grosser Brothers for the next two weeks because of Christmas and New Year's we'll be back with a new episode in two weeks and don't forget to check out um, GenXGeek.com hosted by Doc Sakura Geek from a Gen X point of view check it out cool stuff Next part of the show is Geek Roundtable, and we'll probably mix in Christmas Roundtable with this as well. This is the part of the show we talk about some of the geekier stuff we've been up to and kind of share geek stuff. So let's see what you got there, Mako-chan. Um, so today our bosses kind of gave us their little gifties. Mm-hmm. Um, so this gift is from my boss, and... Uh, it, it's Christmassy and it's cool because it lights up and glows and I like things that light up and it's kind of glittery inside. I don't know if you can see that, um, but yeah, light up glitter and yeah, I love it. It's cute. Nice. I like it. Okay, what you got, uh, Ichigo, for a uh, geek roundtable? Uh, um, I taught myself Yourself. how to yeah, that's exactly what I was braid my hair with ribbon, Ooh. which is, is Ren Faire-esque stuff, but I've wanted to do it for a while, so I know, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very special lady, biting my lip while trying to drink water. You're <laughs> fine. I do um, that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I honestly, this week has just been really um about sewing and stuff like that. I guess kind of a geeky sewing thing is that I inherited a lot of stuff from my grandmother's sewing stash, mm-hmm. and I ended up with a really cool tool called a Sim Simtex button uh, measuring scale, which it's basically Ooh. like a, a crisscrossed, expanding and contracting uh, measuring implement that gives you equal buttonholes or equal markings on whatever garment you're putting in. So it could be buttonholes, it could be grommets, it could be anything Ooh, like that. Cool. So it's a really, really cool tool. I will share it in chat for anybody who's interested. Um, yes. 
Yeah, let me, I'm going to pull it up for you guys. Um, and it's great, not just for people who sew like me, um, but it's it's really good for people in cosplay if you don't want to have to do all the maths. Mm. I know yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what does I, this mean? The maths. <laughs> um, so you can definitely use it for more applications than just that. Um, but yeah, that, that I think would be my geeky thing for the day. Oh, uh, that's really cool. All right, Wild Spice, what you got for a geek roundtable? Uh, my Lilo and Stitch Christmas sweater. That, that works. Says, I like Stand, Stand up and show it off. Come on now, you can do that. Why not? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> not as old as me. <laughs> there you go. Maybe. It's so cute. Yeah, sorry. The Skype blur is like, <laughs> you're not looking at the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess geeky otherwise I put the solid state drive in my computer with instructions from Ranma so yay but I'm proud of myself because I actually installed a computer part so yes. <laughs> yeah we spent two hours undoing the damage her idiot ex did, did trying to build her computer which to this day I want to take her badly dying hard drive and smack the taste out of his mouth with it <laughs> Koi, what you got for uh, Geek Roundtable? Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> isn't that Yennefer? Is, wait, wait. Koi, isn't Can that Yennefer behind you? Behind you? <laughs> so, we'll show off what's behind us. Um, yeah. I've been working on Yennefer, her cage dress from uh, The Witcher from the Netflix TV series for about, oh, the whole year. Um, right now, we're working on the bottom part with all the ribbons that are all crazy down here. But uh yeah, she's she's literally got a, almost an entire year put into her. A lot of hand stitching, a lot of rhinestoning, and um I never want to hand stitch after this year. <laughs> Again, but I still will cuz I'm stupid. <laughs> You're just a glutton for punishment like most of us. I really am. Mm. I really am. And let me just say this. If you are a cosplayer at home and you have all the materials to finish your cosplay, please do it. There's no excuse. If you have all of the materials to finish the cosplay, just sit down and knock it out. In other words, don't don't let your con crunch cereal get stale. Exactly. Now is the time to do it. Do yeah, do. <laughs> we don't really have any cons to go to anytime soon. Folks, I know, so. but, but you can do photo shoots. Just be smart can, yes. about it. Remember, yeah, social, social distancing. distancing photo shoots. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I've it, done that, or I've it, done social distance it photo works. shoots. We yes, did too. It does. And that's the thing is, like, you can still go out and do photo shoots. We did that at like the very beginning of the announcement of COVID. It's safe. Just be smart. Yeah, exactly. And yep. in our chat room at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Chaos Yume says that she loves your Yennefer. Thank you. Now, as for my Geek Round Table, I keep this up all year round because it's that awesome. I don't. I believe this is something that that should never go away. Now, I've already showed y'all the um the Ven- the Venus um ornament that I got, Ooh. but I want to show y'all the beginnings of it. My Venus 
Christmas Yay. stocking Yay. I got from the amazing ladies at Starlit Creations. This, I like this, that one. Yep. It is so awesome that it, it stays up on my wall all, all year round. So, plus it, bring, have, it breaks up. I like mine like... better. <laughs> <laughs> Stocking it's green war. and has a, a better sailor senshi on it. You but... made a, <laughs> you made a, right you made a second rate so senshi. <laughs> okay. I don't have a favorite sailor scout. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I like them all. All right. Now, this part of the show, I like to call Christmas Roundtable. We're going to take a couple of minutes to talk about Christmas stuff, like any great Christmas stories you had growing up, stuff like that. We're not going to spend too, too much time on it, but I just want to hear if they will have like any cool Christmas stories or like cool Christmas toys that they got growing up and stuff like that, you know. And... Uh, Cedar says he loves the nice straightforward design. I, thank you. But don't thank me. Thank the ladies at Starlet Creations. They're the ones that made it. Um, you should jump in for ne for a stocking for them for next year. So that was pretty cool. Now, I I'll say this much for growing up Christmassy. I'm probably the only person on the show that's probably experienced this, but it's kind of funny. I kind of grew up with a two Christmas uh, system in my household. It was December 1st and December 25th. Now, what that meant was on the 1st, I would get the Christmas gifts I wanted, like video games or this or that, and I would go hook it up, play it, whatever. And on the 25th, I would get the Christmas stuff I didn't want, like clothes. But what was interesting is that um, I would take like the games or whatever, the night, like a couple of nights before Christmas, I wrap them up and put them under the tree as if it's been there the whole damn time. Or it would be like Christmas on the 25th and then January 1st, the second Christmas, I would get the stuff that I wanted. So it was kind of, it was kind of interesting growing up like that and living in the projects. I would, I always heard the story of, you know, you, you know, Santa comes in through the chimney, but when you're living in the projects, there's no such thing. So I was always told, leave the front door unlocked so Santa can come in. And I, and I actually did that for a couple of years, you know, I'm like, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> oh, but there's more. I, we, I, we didn't do the whole cookies and milk thing. We left out, we left Santa out a tray of nuts and milk. That's what, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, we did. We couldn't afford cookies, so this is what we did. It was like government milk, you know, the powdered milk in the water. It's like, you know, I'm like, I hope he's not pissed at this, you know, because <laughs> the man came to get some cookies and milk. He ain't got time to crack nuts open and eat them, you know. So work with what you got. That's that is he'll so respect true. it. That is yeah, so true. But um, I will say two of. I've gotten a lot of cool gifts as a kid, but a couple of them that kind of stick out is I remember getting an Alf doll for Christmas and I got a talking Alvin doll from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Ooh. I kind of wish I still had them, but if I'm not mistaken, the Alvin doll only lasted like a year because <laughs> here's the thing. It was one of those talking ones where you pull the string I was very curious about that, so I did surgery on Alvin, and he didn't make it. 
I think I might actually have had that same doll. Oh, okay. I can remember having a talking chipmunk. Mm. They should, those, those should make a comeback. I mean, you know, that'd be kind of cool. I'd break them. Yes, you would. And as Santa <laughs> Beery says, Santa needs fiber at that point. He probably appreciated the nuts. <laughs> Not probably so. Got to break up all that sugar. Mm. Yeah. We used to leave reindeer food. So we'd leave out carrots and we'd leave out like granola mix and stuff. I know that some people think of like reindeer food being like candy canes and stuff like that. But, but like, I guess, I don't know if it came from like being a Girl Scout or being like an avid camper or something like that and learning that like animals eat normal food too. Mm -hmm. Like you feed ducks vegetables, not bread, you know? So it was one of those things that I think we did a little differently as well. We also celebrated a lot of um, German traditions. We have a large like German history in my family. So we did St. Nicholas Nacht. Um, oh, cool. We never did a Noel tree, which is like the one that has all the candles out in the forest. But okay. I, I mean, that's something I would prefer to do, but I don't think my neighbors would really like it. Um, so, <laughs> you know... Uh, and in general, uh, a lot of the stuff, the I guess like the practices, we we would go get a live tree. But honestly, I I'm totally fine with a fake tree. If you get a live tree in chat, let us know. If you are repping the fake tree, let us know. Um, but fake yeah, <laughs> and I have a bunch of already like like sentimental ornaments that I can't hang up because in our house we we don't have a tree because. We just, we don't have the space for it. <laughs> we have a tiny tree, but it's, um, it's fake, but it's like a tabletop size tree. Yeah, yeah, like one of the 13 inch ones. I yeah, had that it's... back in college, but I don't know where it went. And I think it's probably at my parents' house somewhere. <laughs> well, like with us, we, we used to do the reindeer food and I, I did carrots. Um... We used to leave out cookies for Santa. Mm -hmm. And my, my parents were always really good about covering that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day I was smarter. Smarter than them and I slept under that fucking tree. And I caught my dad putting presents and I was like, you ain't no Santa. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well... <laughs> But no, my my favorite gift I ever got, like that I very clearly remember, was the N sixty four. Nice. So were um, you? So were you like the N sixty four girl? Like I got an N sixty four. I really was, honestly. Like oh, I was cool. super hyped about it because I skipped out on the Super Nintendo, got the N sixty four, got into doing all the gaming on the N sixty four, and I got my dad into Mario Kart through that when he Ooh. retired, and that was how he actually combated his depression with retirement. Was I got him to play Mario Kart, which we were so competitive. And then I got him into Doom 64. Nice. And now my dad is an avid gamer, funny enough, on the PlayStation doing Destiny. That is <laughs> awesome. Nice. But that's that's my definite, like, super awesome Christmas memory. That's really cool. And uh, let's see what's going on in our chat room here at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. People are asking about the pickle in the tree. 
I, I'm like, I just want the pickle because I'm a fat kid and I love pickles. Koi, I want you to know I have a jar of pickle juice in my fridge. Um, <laughs> you can send that here. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's mine. That's mine. I know that, I know that, um, it's practiced with both the pickle and a chili know, pepper or like a jalapeno mm. where it's hidden in the tree. And I know a lot of Thank different. You cultures practice this where something is hidden amongst the tree and then the children wake up and they try to find this thing and there's an extra gift for who finds yep. it first or whatever we did that yeah. too actually yeah and, and um, our, in our chat room here gene our brick one that's what her, that's what her family does that's pretty cool yeah yeah that's what i was noticing in chat um and i know that that's been a very popular like novelty ornament that's been going around for a while i know we at least my parents have one I don't think we have one yet, but we've got some pretty neat ones. Um, I think two that we got like one or two years ago were uh, my sister was in the Peace Corps um, and went to Mongolia and did some Ooh. work with a school out there. And at one of the prisons, they make ornaments that are in the shape of yurts and specific types of housing like buildings basically in that area nice and so we ended up and it's all paper craft so it's all like folded paper that's very delicately interlaced and woven and it, it's pretty cool um if i remember i will bring it next time i can't remember where we've put the ornaments they're probably in the attic but mm. uh that's one and then I've had uh, some Doctor Who ones because we we watch Doctor Who. Um, and I think, what are some other ones? Of course, like you have baby ornaments or whatever mm -hmm. and all that fun stuff. If, if you know, that's what your your parents decided to do is baby's first Christmas or whatever. But, but yeah, there's just a few ornaments. Do you guys have any ornaments? Um, <laughs> do you have any ornaments that uh, have some sentimental value to your family or anything like that? Like they always have to bring out? Well, I won't say in that aspect. I was talking to Mako-chan about this earlier. And, and, I, and I think it just came up in a conversation somewhere. I remember, you know, growing up, I would always put together the tree. And we'd have like these ornaments that were like satin string ornaments. And some of them had like glue and um, glitter on them. And, you know, and I kept, and I said, I want to buy just a set just to have, because those were the ornaments that I remember growing up putting on the tree and stuff like that, you know? I I mean, if I would have put up a tree, I probably would put them on, but that, or I would just take them out and just have them, just put them on display, because that was basically my childhood growing up. It was just those, those ornaments. I just remember those a lot, because I... They were like, I think from the 60s and the 70s. And that's what my great-grandmother had, so. Yeah, we have um, ornaments from the 60s and 70s that are the teddy bear Avon ornaments. Mm. And that's that's what my grandmother, grandmother, Koi has had a few drinks. Um, grandmother <laughs> used to contribute. And then... Um, we have some ones that are hand-blown glass that were created by uh, an artist for my parents. And then for my husband, we have the, I think they were Avon, the Avon uh, rocking horses that were done every year. 
So we have those specifically for our tree right now in our house. So most of our ornaments have like extreme sentimental value and are very old. And I mean, I have ones from friends. Like I have a Spider-Man ornament from my friend Holly. Mm. <laughs> and it, it doesn't make sense to our tree, but I'm going to hang it every year. So it's, it's one of those things. It's funny you mentioned the Avon ornaments because in our chat here at twitch.tv slash anime jam session, we have uh, Berry saying that they had a bunch of Avon and Hershey ornaments, Avon as well, uh, because their mother or grandmother would buy them every year. So that's just kind of funny to see how small the world really is and people have very similar ornaments that maybe have the same sentimental value. Mm. Um, but yeah, Wild Spice, you were talking about how you have a lot of sentimental ones and Disney ones? Yeah, um, we have a lot of different sentimental ones. Um, there were ones like when I was little that they were like, it was a bear and it had like the year, the age you were. Mm. Um, we had a lot of those. Um, we just have ones like that my mom or my dad bought when I was growing up. Um, and we have a lot of Disney ornaments. Um, <laughs> Gee, I wonder dad, why. Lots of Disney um because my uh my dad would buy from uh when they had the the magazine for the disney store they had like the the sets of ornaments so they came in like this big cardboard book thing and it was like a set so like we had the lilo and stitch set we had the nightmare before christmas set we had a bunch of different sets of that so um we have a lot of ornaments but uh this year um my mom did a um she kind of did like a theme kind of like my husband and I are like the theme of the tree. Mm. <laughs> so my mom has some like bear ornaments in memory of my dad on the tree, but That's then we nice. have a lot of like ornaments that my husband and I had or ones we got for our wedding. So lots of Disney ornaments are still on mm. the little tree. <laughs> well, we yeah, have I've... Star Wars too. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the ornaments that I had growing up, um, they, they ranged from, <laughs> Very traditional. Um, I actually still have a couple of them between me and my mother. From uh, basically, they got their first tree because um, I I was born and then we moved to North Carolina. So when they moved, they got a huge, you know, I think it was like an eight foot um, artificial tree. Wow! Oh damn! But then they got um, they got like a lot of traditional kind of ornaments to go with it. There were, uh, glass angels and, you know, they did the whimsy things, but it was, uh, kind of like hand stitch clowns and drummers and, you know, soldiers, things like that. Oh, cool. Um, but as I was growing up, um, you, you see them out now, you'll see the tubes of candy, um, well, M&M's used to have those tubes of candy and every year they would have an ornament on the top of it. Uh -huh. And there would yeah. be like three or four different types of ornaments. So every year those uh, tubes of candy were in my stocking. And then the next year we would use those ornaments on our tree. So I've got years worth of those. Um, I know that they're, they did it with the M&M's. Um, I know one year, instead of doing ornaments, they actually did uh, train pieces. So it was the M&Ms in, like, the, the M&M characters mm. in different train pieces so that you could actually put them together. <clears throat> um, I, I have to say, though, uh, that my favorite and most memorable ornament, though, 
is, you know, back in the day when I was actually a good girl and going to, uh, you know, CCD and all of that, um, I, I was very articulate as a young child. So anything having to do with the church and having to speak, having a very small child who could actually get up there and speak always made it look cute and adorable. Mm. So one year uh, for St. Lucy's Day, Santa Lucia, um, I had to go up with a person actually dressed uh, with the candles in, um, in like a thing on her hair and like in a white gown and everything. And I had to do <clears throat> um, the whole speech for Santa Lucia. That particular year, my mother actually found one of these silk ornaments uh, with for Santa Lucia with, you know, a picture of a young girl on, like in the silk and everything. And we still have that. That's one of, you know, the, the big ornaments that I can remember that has the most memory for me just because, you know, being that it's so old, I actually remember why we got that. Mm. But yeah, other than that, um, I usually, I, I like very whimsy. So this year's tree, I, I <laughs> um, we're decorating it and putting it together. And my cousin walks away to, you know, do something. And there happened to be a, you know, plush Groot that was next to the tree. So I ended up taking this plush Groot. And attaching it to the tree. Now, the Groot is about, you know, maybe two feet tall. The tree is only three feet tall. So this Groot is attached to the tree and it's about the same size. So my cousin saw it and she fell in love. So then we wrapped the tinsel around Groot. So he is now on the tree permanently this year. He's holding the star that's supposed to go on top of the tree. And it looks like he's trying to put the star on top of the tree himself. It's freaking adorable. It's whimsy. And that is my idea for Christmas. Um, I'm very, yeah, I'm not very, you know, I, I like the traditional, but if I'm going to, you know, do something, um, Halloween is my decorating holiday. So Christmas has to be whimsy for me to actually mm. be into decorating for it. That's really cool, though. I like that. Yeah. Like I said, I really haven't done much for the holidays because my, all my ho Christmas stuff is in my storage closet and I just don't feel like digging it out. But what I did was, as you all know, I upgraded a lot of parts of my computer for RGB. So I have a theme going. So it's RGB Christmas lighting going across my keyboard, mouse, the, the fans, and the strips. And as I'm as it's been going, I look at it and go, you know, it feels more Italian than anything else. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like a big, a big pizza pie. <laughs> Facebook Italian like seal of approval. Thank you, Ichigo, for redeeming me petting Damien. He is very much enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into these stories. We're gonna go through these briefly. Um we have three to four quick things we're going to cover. I didn't tag anybody in this, so it's like free-for-all. If you want to do it, go ahead and take it. I'll just announce the titles and all that good stuff. Um, the first thing is something we've been talking about on the show for a while is Demon Slayer, and it seems that it may be taking uh, the box, number one box office in Japan, beating out Spirited Away. Ooh. Yeah. 
I mean, it is a good anime, but wow, you know? That's that's a big anime to beat, though. I know. Yeah, Japan it. has really, really fallen in love with Demon Slayer. Um, the, the manga has been selling out left and right. The movie has been doing amazing. The, the animated series has been going, you know, absolutely crazy with it. So it's, it's actually kind of nice to see something modern kind of become that, you know, that popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... Um, well, I, I guess I'll take the first one then. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's <laughs> basically right now um, Demon Slayer has hit uh, 30.3 billion yen. So that's about 288 million dollars. Spirited Away is uh, 30.8 billion yen. So you're only talking about 50, um, 0.5 billion yen. Uh, so five, five million, 500 million. Um, however, they're actually kind of tweaking the numbers for Spirited Away. Mm. Um, what's going on is uh, Spirited Away's distributor, which is Toho, they re-released Spirited Away into theaters just this past year. Um, so they're the ones that are saying that um, Spirited Away is technically now at 31.68 billion yen. Wow. Still not a number that, you know, isn't easy to beat kind of thing. So there oh. are a couple of people going, you know, well, they're just putting the number out there to try and make sure that Demon Slayer doesn't beat them. <laughs> However, Toho is also the one that is putting out Demon Slayer. So it really doesn't matter to them which one is box office number one. However, they wanted to do it before Demon Slayer beat Spirited Away so that it wasn't coming out as, oh, you know, we're trying to retroactively move goalposts. Um, They're basically saying we're keeping everything up to date, but we're pretty sure that it's going to get beaten anyway by the end of the month. Wow. And, I mean, that's that's an amazing thing because this has been number one since 2001. Well, yeah, that's that's just insane to get those numbers. It's sort of like how here in the U.S., um, Titanic and Avatar were like the number one films in the bo- U.S. box office, and then here comes Avengers Endgame. You know, it's like uh, fuck your numbers. I'm gonna come in and just sweep them away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, obviously the person, you know, the the company that's putting the movies out, they don't care because either way, they would have a number one movie. I mean, it's kind of cool that they have number one and number two at this point, but really, they don't care which one is number one and number two. Um, they just want the numbers to be out there correctly. So this is why they actually, you know, did this right now. Um, basically, Spirited Away ended up attracting enough for 880 million yen just in um, this year. So, again, you know, trying to keep everything as 
correct as possible so that when uh, Demon Slayer beats uh, Spirited Away, it's honestly. Which, not for nothing, for a modern movie to finally beat a movie that's been number one for 20 years or, you know, very, very close to 20 years. Uh, that's, that's a really good run. Um, I just want to say something on a side note real quick. Um, the, the song, because I mentioned Titanic, there's a sing-along in the chat and that song is running through my head. Thank you very much, ladies. <laughs> Near, far, wherever you are, and then quite. You're not beating your chest enough, woman. I'm you sorry. have to beat Hold on, yourself. <laughs> wherever you are. I've had way too many drinks. I'm yeah, sorry. well, you guys are quoting that. The only thing going through my head is, you know, supernatural touched on this. You see, you're going supernatural. I'm going phasmophobia. Because <laughs> this is a thing I do in phasmo, like, constantly. I do, where are you? Are you near? Are you far? Wherever you are. See, y'all are doing that. I'm picturing Grover going, you? Far. Near? Far. <laughs> Phasmo. That's nothing. I actually remember that. <laughs> I hear that clip. I, I hear that exact clip in my head. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Grover was my favorite growing up. That's why I like. I actually had video of just Grover videos. So that I know was one of them that was on there. So now. Thank you. That's that's bringing Grover up. Grover is an OG. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Well, uh, going from the uh, slightly wholesome to the slightly more racy, naughty list. Oh. Um, Before we continue, when yeah, I read uh, this, I was like, you know, it's it, it, it's either Florida, Texas, or Ohio. It's always those three states causing trouble, you know? Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Ohio. Um, I, I... <laughs> I've been trying to get forced to move to Ohio for many years, and mm. I won't do it. No, trust me, you don't. I've driven through Ohio several times. <laughs> now, so my husband's family is all from Ohio, and they're like, "Move here, you can own like a fucking mansion." I'm like, "But you guys outlaw abortion, so." But you guys are in Ohio. <laughs> it's a cornfield. No, that's Kansas, honey. <laughs> Look, I, I want to tell you a quick story, then we'll get into Ichigo talking about this. Okay. I, I almost grew up in Ohio. When I was five years old, my mother went out to Ohio for six months. And I had asked her about that when I was older. And she's like, the reason why we didn't move out there is because I saw a Christmas tree farm burn to the ground while the while the people in the town were handing buckets of water to each other to, pour, to put out the fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, Ohio. I mean, that's Ohio, America. If you oh. don't have a fire truck, you have the next best thing. 
I mean, honestly, though, to me, that would signal a good community. But I guess I mean, yeah. apples and oranges. It, you know? it is a good community. But as you're handing each person a bucket of water, there is a bunch of Christmas trees burning. Yeah, just carnage. Just yeah. Christmas tree carnage. Yes. <laughs> well, there's not going to just be carnage on Christmas trees this year, but apparently also uh, carnage on anime education in the collegiate out there area but uh yeah so two ohio lawmakers are putting dr susan napier's anime from akira to howl's moving castle on the naughty list mm. how susan dare napier, if bastards. you guys don't know is a well-published author who studies everything from ghibli history and uh miyazaki to just anime culture and japanese culture in general um lawmakers are up in arms about allegedly pornographic book Ooh. after Kent State assigns it to a teen undergrad. <gasps> How oh dare. Uh, salaciousness. <laughs> Not like they fuck all day or anything, but... No, no. Uh, Ohio State Representative Reggie Stolfitz. Stol Stolfitz? I don't know how to pronounce that, I'm sorry. And this Representative guy here. Don That's a name. Jones. This guy here. Professor uh, S. <laughs> <laughs> Kent State University did not assign adult-oriented materials to minors. A parent of a high school student who attends the college was furious to discover racy material between the covers of... Girl, you're going to find a lot more racy material, let me just tell you. Mm. I was saying you're going to find more between the covers. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> of Dr. Susan Napier's anime... From Akira to Howl's Moving Castle, experiencing contemporary Japanese animation. The college stated that the parents consented to the reading material. Representative Stolfitz and Representative Jones referred to the book as pornographic. Oh. And sent a letter to Kent State urging the administration to not assign adult materials to undergraduate students and review its policies. Most of Kent State's student body is adults but the college does allow students from 7th to 12th grade to take its courses at the campus. Representative Stolfitz told Fox 19 News that the administration disagrees with the representatives about the book con book's contents, and the congressman said he intends to purchase copies of the books for his friends in the General Assembly to review, and the results may affect the school's funding. A.K. he gonna fap. Mm. We're going to look through <laughs> his quote, his quote. We're going to look through this book and we're going to decide if this university is worthy of giving $150 million of taxpayers' dollars to it <laughs> Over every year. What? Apparently, if it's not his fetish, he's going to be upset. He's upset like, he's there's no fucking fate, bitches. No, I know, right? Okay. So now, as Bonds of Low 6 says, you can go to war at 18, but can't learn anatomy at 18? Right. Oh God. Exactly. Well, no, I, I, I think the issue is, is that the kid was seventeen, but oh. the parents signed a waiver. It consented. Yep. The parents consented to this reading material, and and I don't know about you guys, but I got sex education in elementary school. Like Same. they were like female parts, male parts. It wasn't correct, but that's but they do. I went to Catholic school, like so there you go. I, I, so. I, I didn't get sex ed. I got it from my mother, and no. Just no. See, we got the hardcore education when one of our sixth graders got pregnant, so. 
Just saying. Yeah, yeah. We, we had at least one of our seventh graders in our year. She she got preggers. Mm. I so mean, this, oh, go ahead. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, here's a book with maybe some sexual innuendos, and then we're going to freak out over that versus you have fucking porn. I mean, come on now. Literally. I, Considering that it is a, it is a, an not I guess kind of an educational or documentarian style novel about anime. I'm sure it's just like it has like an image of serial experiment Lane being like super depressed about stuff, you know, right? Pretty, or like it has some highly graphic Akira when he has his giant tumor body style or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like what? <laughs> But anyway, the book was assigned in Kent State's freshman composition course, and the college administration issued a statement explaining how the book is used in a classroom setting. A section of the course, titled College Writing 1, Social Issues Through Anime, teaches college-level writing through the prism of critical social issues prevalent in this internationally popular art form, such as mental health challenges, stereotypes, violence, and relations between men and women. Okay. The assigned text is related to the subject matter and prepares the class for dialogue about themed issues. Faculty have academic freedom to communicate ideas for discussion and learning to fulfill the course objectives. All the students get college credit, as well as their legal guardian must sign an, an acknowledgement that the materials in the course may incur mature adult themes before they even enroll. Huh. Now, what's things that make you go, hmm, <laughs> right? Now, what's interesting is that, you know, I saw a follow up link off of another site where they actually interviewed uh, the author and come to find out is they flipping out over one little chapter in the book. <sighs> it's like, not for nothing. If these people grew up right, then they would have been exposed to a hell of a lot more than what's in that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, try growing up and being absolutely having a crush on Malcolm McDowell and starting out with Clockwork Orange and Caligula when you're five. Oh, well, very well then. <laughs> I mean, to me nowadays, there are, like, back in the day when we had the ratings of, like, PG or PG-13 movies... It was like boobs were cool or whatever, like, but they didn't really usually show them. And now it's like the way that they censor like sexuality in the human body versus violence is such a weird dynamic. There is so much less in, like uh, kind of censorship on hyper violent materials as opposed to just some boobies. <laughs> well, I mean, look at how they quote-unquote corrected different anime. You've got um, Tenchi Muyo, you have Ranma One Half, you have Outlaw Star. That the way that they made it better, quote-unquote, is just to erase the nipples. Boobs were fine. The nipples were evil. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nipples are always evil. Don't you know? Male nipples are okay. Female nipples are a no-no. They don't exist. <laughs> but uh, 
like I said, you know, on this other site, they they actually interviewed the author Susan Napier. She had no clue like this was going on, and she's written books before, and it's just evidently it's like these lawmakers did not read the entire syllabus explaining everything. They just got triggered by one little thing. Sounds like half the people I talk to on social media. You can Back. sit there and explain everything, but they get triggered over one sentence in your entire diatribe. Everything makes sense, but that one sentence gets triggered and it backs their opinion. And it even, even with the idea that the separation of, of media versus context, mm-hmm. there's a context, there's a definitive context that has been given to this media, especially even in just like, even if you're just like, let me just read what this class is about. Let me just see if my student is going to learn. But they have, they've basically been like, we are looking at this information through the lens of someone learning about a culture and and accessing these materials to look at these different problems but apparently these parents are less educated than their children so uh let's move on to something a little more enjoyable shall we yes yes we shall <laughs> see Adabiri comments um ian flux and the max um ian flux holy crap that series is twisted yeah um, but yeah boobs everywhere and he also follows up with a comment about nipples from Meet the Fockers. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, spiked dick nog is on my way. Uh-oh. Well, that means, uh, that, that means um, Koi gets table service. All the table service. All the table service. <laughs> I'm almost out of alcohol. Cha, 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 oh cha, God! Cha, cha. Yeah, he added a lot of pumpkin. A lot of pumpkin. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, now, now we're going to talk a bit about Detective Conan, which is Ma- one of Mako-chan's fa- fandoms. So, who would like to take that one? That's me. Go for it. Okay. So, um, Detective Conan anime, they're to remake a legendary episode to mark their 25th anniversary. That's insane. It's been around for 25 years. Um, the Still official a better series in one piece. Detective Conan teased on Wednesday, the anime will remake a legendary God tier episode as the first part of its celebration of the anime's thousandth episode. The anime will celebrate its 25th anniversary in January and will air its 1000th episode on March 6th. That's also crazy that's had that many episodes. Um, the site unveiled three college visual collage, oh my god, collage visuals with tiny stills <laughs> from various episodes. <laughs> Forming the characters Shinichi Kudo, Kaito Kid, and Heiji Hattori. A still from the legendary episode is hidden within the three visuals. Ooh. Ooh. Um, the I, website... I want these. <laughs> I, I want all three of them. Uh, are you? Well, that doesn't surprise me in the least. Somebody needs to find me all three of these. Um, the website said the remake will feature the latest staff and production techniques. Um, the staff are running a campaign that will offer a prize to the person who can correctly guess the episode that will receive a remake. Um, Detective Conan celebrated its 20th anniversary with a remake of the first two episodes of the anime in the 2016 special Detective Conan Episode 1, The Great Detective Turned Small, which Discotech Media licensed and released on July 28th earlier this year. 
So, woohoo, Detective Conan and a thousand episodes. That's insane. That is insane. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. There are, from from what I can think of, there are quite a few episodes that could be considered god-tier legendary in this series. Yeah. Um, the first, obviously, being the first episode. Um, the next being when he's able to return, at least briefly, to his um, teenaged self. Uh, the first time that Kaito Kid ends up in the series. Um, Kaito Kid playing Shinichi. Um, there, there are a couple of different ones that I can see them doing, but for them to say that they're going to remake it with the newer style and the newer animation, I have a feeling it's, you know, one of the really old episodes, you know, one of the first kind of, you know, five year type of episodes. That would make sense. And can I just say, I really, really hope it has Kaito Kid in it. Down girl. Hush. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next up is Funimation put out an app for the Switch, which kind of surprised me. And I know there's some people that are kind of annoyed by it because the revamped app looks leaps and bounds better than the actual uh, than the current apps that are out now but they're they're talking of rolling it out in the coming months which I'm looking forward to and now that they own Crunchyroll I hope that they redo the app there as well but I'm kind of hoping that because it's on the Switch and it's a a go like a, basically the Switch is a hybrid console. Play at home or take it with you. I hope it has like a download option, like how Netflix has, where you can just download episodes and just watch them on the go. I, That'd I, be nice. Yeah, it would. Again, I, I I don't I really can't see the Switch as something that should have the Funimation app or a YouTube app, but it's there because you know I just see it more of like a gaming straightforward gaming console travel console but you know i mean then again i did download the the youtube app for 3ds and that was kind of trippy watching sailor moon crystal on that thing was really trippy it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, as fuck so i'm seeing it more and more become developed as like uh not a substitute for like a mobile phone but a substitute mm-hmm. for like a mobile device where it has internet access and it can play games well so, like, its primary function is as a great machine, and its secondary function are, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we see in the near future a switch designed with like an internal camera for socializing or something well, like that, where they upgrade it in the quality. Because, I mean, they did that with Among Us recently. Mm-hmm. They they just released a version of it for the Switch, which is an online heavily social game. Similar to Animal Crossing, except in Animal Crossing, I don't usually recommend that you murder your friends. So, um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Know, I just it. see it as a substitute for a cell phone. It has a much more handheld friendly, gaming wise appeal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there is talk of a Switch Pro coming out 
next year or year after next. So that could be plausible, you know. Like I said, I like I said, I always thought to switch with some joke console until they announced Link's Awakening, and I'm just like, God damn it, Nintendo! Here's my money. Well, that's like me. I kind of didn't give a shit about Switch until um, I started seeing some of the like the newest uh, Zelda game coming out. Um, looks really cool. I can't remember. It's the fighting one. Yes, words are hard. Um, Koi's had a lot to drink. It's okay. Um, <laughs> as the... soon as they announced that Pokemon was going to be going onto the Switch, I, I was screwed at that point. Mm. Well, and then um. The Ring Fit game looks really cool too. I've seen a lot of people play it. Yeah, Hyrule Warriors. Yes. Sia. Yes. You're right. Yeah. That one. I'm still playing through that. Fucking amazing. And now that Among Us is coming out for Xbox Live, so it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of sus on the on Xbox now. So everybody's sus. And I had to explain to a lot of people that the PC, Android, and Switch versions all play together. All you need is the code, and you can play. That's it. I love that about it, though. <laughs> Unless you go to Skelb.net and you play the reindeer games or the zombies or the other mods. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still fun, though. <laughs> now you got me thinking of the night Santa went crazy. But, anywho, uh, one more story, fun story that we're going to get into, uh, meanwhile, in Japan. Um, five anime episodes for Christmas. Okay. All right. I mean, there are episodes... I know I tend to pull out like a bunch of movies and TV shows that I watch during the holidays. And the thing I watch every year that kicks it off is the um, Vronba One Half uh, Holiday Special, Tendo Family Christmas Scramble. I watch that every year. Now, according to the people over at Anime News Network, they have five anime episodes to get you into the holiday spirit. Um... First one is the Love Hina Christmas special, Silent Eve, which I actually have, and I have not watched that in a long time. I really need to do that. And the description is that it aired on Christmas Day in 2000. The Christmas special is one that have you laughing, crying, and maybe face palming during its runtime. There's an urban legend that if you confess your love on Christmas Eve, your wish will come true. Deciding it's as good as time as any, Keitaro decides to confess to Naru and hope for the Christmas miracle to really occur. Okay. The Love Hina series will always have a soft spot in their hearts, but this Christmas special is their favorite of the series overall. The character slapstick humor is dialed down, the drama is ramped up, and there's real emotional moments for the audience to enjoy. Alright. Uh, the next one up is episodes 35 and 61 of Card Captor Sakura. I just have oh. to interrupt. Yep. Damien is snoring behind me right now. <laughs> I just needed you all to know that. Precious. Breaking cat news. Cardcaptor hmm. Sakura is magical. Mm. With some other misfit undertones. And magical. <laughs> <laughs> so I it, mean, if there's one character that has multiple Christmas outfits, it's Cardcaptor Sakura. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, fact, Oh, speaking of cat news. Hello. Come here. Is that opalescence? Come here. <laughs> I said come here. I has a kitty now. Yay. She's not happy about it, but I has a kitty. <laughs> okay, oh, so I've been redeemed to pet Damien. I will pet Damien. 
There you go. Oh no, he's on the corner of the bed and I can't reach. Oh, oh. he's coming to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's time to get petted, that's why. He's like, someone redeemed the points, I can feel it. <laughs> There's a disturbance in the cat force. I don't know what mine's doing yet. Near does she. No, she's just tolerate, tolerating you right now. We we all know that cat, Koi. True. Right now she's like, oh, mom has eggnog. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so in episode 35 of Cardcaptor Sakura, she works to stop her, her special Christmas date with Yukito from going down in flames. And while episode 61 isn't as festive, it's still worth a mention. In that episode, Sakura begins planning her Christmas presents while also taking the opportunity to thank her cloud cards for their support. Both episodes capture the joy of spending the holidays with your loved ones with a few gags and a magical showdown thrown in the mist. Guaranteed to make you smile and a sprinkle of nostalgia, these episodes should be on everyone's Christmas watch list. And this one, we probably know, Mako Chan's probably watched multiple times. Um, I have. Yep. Oh, oh. Have a cat behind me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Agretzko, we wish you a metal Christmas. All right. So basically, in this episode, in the days leading up to Christmas festivities, Retzko becomes increasingly addicted to Instagram and the old sweet rush of likes. With the fear of missing out increasing and Christmas Eve around the corner, she rushes to make plans so she has something to showcase on, on Instagram. While she doesn't quite get that hashtag blessed event she's hoping for, Retzko's Christmas Eve is when you'll certainly enjoy being a part of. And this is a... I never finished this episode, this series, but I'm going to. Um, Yuru Camp, a laid-back camp. It's a really cute, late, like... I mean, if you like um, Lucky Star or Azamanga Dayo, laid-back camp is right up your alley. It's, it's a really great slice of life. Because, uh, now... The way this episode goes, the girls are arriving at a campsite near Mount Fuji, and they're getting ready to spend Christmas Eve together, and they start setting things up. Despite the temperature dropping down as the day turns into night, it's just getting a little bit warmer and so forth. The beautiful scenery, the friendly campers, and the mouth-watering food, it's hard to think of a more perfect way to spend the holidays. Getting really into the spirit, the girls even dress up in special Santa outfits. It's no surprise the series as wholesome as Laid Back Camp gave them such a wonderful Christmas episode. And this one, I may have to rewatch because I really wasn't a fan of this series, but I'm willing to give it another try. Wultakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. It's basically, imagine, this is, we probably are li- living Wultakoi now. It's like work, working in an office, you have to hide the fact that you're an, an otaku or something like that. And you find out, oh, you have other otaku friends at work. You know, it's an interesting series. Now, while episode 6 of this series proves that Christmas can be a lot easier to manage, what how it goes is in the second half, the two couples begin gearing up for their most romantic of the year, event of the year, which is Christmas. Uh, Momose and the Fuji walk down the lit-up streets and share memories of their childhood, while Kamakura works to make up for last year's Christmas disaster with Koyanagi. While short, the time spent with each couple was sugary sweet, and they certainly didn't skip the geeky references and make Wotokoi such a fun watch. They only hope that they get to see Koyanagi's legendary cosplay outfit there. And last year, Anime News Network recommend no, what? No, they were talking about something different. So anywho, as for me, like I said, I've watched the Ron One Have Christmas special. I actually. Break out a Christmas story because I have that on DVD now, Blu-ray, and I just go through Netflix and start, just start watching 
couple of Christmas titles here and there to kind of kind of get get things going. Is there like a Christmas special any show that any of y'all watch around this time of the year? Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course. Maybe Prancer. Hmm. My husband been watching. Go ahead. I've been watching a K-pop drama that does a lot of Christmassy stuff, and that's called Korean Odyssey. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. Check it out. Cool. Yeah, my husband's been uh, rotating um, Muppets Christmas Carol and uh, the Christmas Story. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really, I mean, I personally don't really watch anything Christmassy specifically to get me in the spirit except my mom keeps putting on the Hallmark movies <laughs> yeah that's what I'm going to have to deal with when I go over to my mother's on Thursday um, she just and it's all been seen she's been watching them since the beginning so it'll be Hallmark movies Hallmark movies Hallmark movies and then at some point it'll switch over to the Christmas story and they then be Hallmark that repeated movies. are you watching the KFC special one <laughs> Oh, God. Um, I don't watch them, so if it happens to be on when I'm over at my mother's, I will probably sit down to watch it. I expect a review. Okay. <laughs> if it, if it's on, I will totally sit down and I will watch it to review it. I, I also expect drunk review. <laughs> you're making well, it easier for her. Well, then I might as well just her. go and find it now. See, Fantastic. Yeah, right. See, you're making it easier for her. It doesn't help the fact that the movie is on demand, so she could watch it anytime during her three and a half days off from work. You know, she could have like a nice bucket of KFC and a glass of wine, you know, while Don't stretched tempt out. Me. I mean, it, it, the KFC Christmas comes full circle, I guess. Mm. I'm not going to see the Hallmark movie because I played the dating sim, and that is enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know if y'all know, but KFC put out a console. Yeah, I was seeing that in the chat. And, w- um, and what's great, this thing also warms up your chicken. Oh my god. Ew. Wow. Ew. Never put your, oh, yeah. never put food or snacks with your electronics. I don't want to, I'm not going to go there, but if you want to watch any cleaning videos of consoles that are overly dirty, have fun with that on that YouTube rabbit hole. Mm. However, um... We, um, for our Christmas movies, I guess, the two I like are Muppets Christmas Carol, obviously, and then Scrooged. Not Scrooged, not, but, like, Scrooged. Um, I, I like it. It's got that same feel of, like, Groundhog Day, where it's just kind of, like, you know, um, it's tongue-in-cheek, very dry humor, but it still has the Scrooge message, obviously. So... Um, those are really the only two, obviously I've said before, I'm not a Grinch, but I just, it's another holiday. Yeah. All right. Now that we got that out the way, it's time for the part of the show that y'all basically stick around for. Meanwhile in Japan. And I think, and I'm looking at them, I think Mako-chan left us three as a reminder of, of who 100% 100% that bitch is. <sighs> we got some interesting titles here. So I know uh, the Godzilla one has been claimed. So y'all two, y'all, the rest of y'all can fight <laughs> over one and two. I just got Sorry. 
I have to say that on these Meanwhile in Japan's, you specifically asked me to find holiday-themed ones. Mm. These are your holiday-themed ones. Yep. It's not my fault. I, I, I never said it was. If I say go and get it and you bring us this, I can't say it's your fault. If I, I just happen to look and then I just stare at you, then it's your fault. Every other time but this one. <laughs> God. All right. So which one of you lovely ladies would like to take the first story? I'll do it. <laughs> Who didn't see that one coming? Yeah, I, I had a feeling. Um, yeah, so uh, big news, everybody. Uh, Tenga has unloaded its biggest <laughs> gift ever. That was terrible. What? Not my fault somebody else wrote it. I'm just copying them. So this is a premium Tenga gift. It is made from pure gold and priced at 10 million yen. Uh, for those that don't know what Tenga is, it is a Japanese masturbatory aid manufacturer. So their latest campaign is to be the biggest gift ever in the history of the company. Um, so they are offering customers the chance to win a product that looks like one of their vacuum cups. It is made out of 99.99% gold, valued at a whopping 10 million yen, which is $96,000. It is actually a cleverly designed tissue case. So you can enjoy a quote-unquote premium time even after enjoying a premium Tenga. Oh. <laughs> so the golden Tenga tissue case will be presented to the winner on a red cushion of happiness <laughs> oh my ins inside a beautiful wooden display box. It is not the only uh, gold prize that is going to be offered. Uh, one of the other winners will be able to receive a gold necklace with the um, 18 and over mark that they use that is valued at 180,000 yen, which is about $1,700. Wow. Uh, they are the prizes are being offered to mark the renewal of the premium Tenga, which is now joined by four new premium items that went on sale on December 17th. The competition is only open to people over the age of 18, mainly because those are the people that are only supposed to be buying this crap. Um, so if that applies to you and you'd like to be in the running to win the gold necklace, or, you know, other things, you can head over to Tenga's official site and register as a member and sign up for their email updates. The applications will close on March 31st. The winners will be contacted in April. Uh, Tenga also notes that winners are expected to use their prizes as they are and not sell them or melt them down for cash. Oh, okay. So if you win this golden masturbatory aid that holds tissues for those times um they don't want you selling it they don't want you you know melting it down they want you to keep this big chunk of gold 
um, that will sit there and do absolutely nothing except hand you tissues. I feel like they had a designer malfunction or something because that necklace... It's one of those cases where, like, I don't think you think it means what it think it means. Because it looks like it says not 18. Plus, like, I don't know. Y'all check out the article for yeah, us. I'm looking, let me uh, know I, what I, you I, guys I, think I of the design. See, I kind of see your point. Uh, it, looks, it looks sus. Yeah, it's not... Um... I mean, a lot of it, it's it's supposed to basically represent um, for viewers to not watch it or not use it or not buy it if they're not at least 18. I prefer the one where it looks like a person where his hands are out, you know, that kind of stop. It's, uh, you know... You know, 18, stop if you're not 18 kind of thing. With with the slash behind it, 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 yeah, it it does make it look like it's more, you know, not 18. Uh, Hindsight's 20-20 on that one. Yeah, but at the same time, nobody's going to care. I want to see whoever wins it actually wear it. (laughs) Uh, We have some funny input in the chat yeah uh too bad for those australians who can't import it because of the 18 plus japanese items embargo oh yeah i heard about and bonds 06 has told us it may be a good paperweight no i mean yeah (laughs) I, i can just imagine going into my boss's office and seeing that on the desk yeah um I would get a kick out of it. <laughs> my my boss actually has a ruler uh, that actually has cut out into the ruler, um, little Woody. And one of the doctors actually came by and picked up the ruler and didn't realize what it said until somebody told him what it said. He dropped the ruler um, just because it was, you know, it said little Woody on it. So I, I, I can imagine her having that on her desk. I can't imagine the doctor having it on his desk, though. It would be hilarious, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine. Ouch. But next time, you know, come April, that's going to be what my video is. I'm going to win that sucker and it's going to go right on top of my computer so all of you can see the gloriousness of this solid gold paperweight. <laughs> I just knocked all the cans off of the desk. Oh, Koi. What are we going to do with you? More like Okoy's cat and her fat ass. <laughs> womp womp. Womp womp. It's like, I can't fit... If the cans are there and I want to sit. Basically. And then she's like, I'm going to knock them down and then I'm going to go over and try and drink them. Human mumther, I must test the gravity facilities within this space. (laughs) Move, fat ass. You're in the way. (laughs) This thing here needs to be on the floor. Smack. This thing here needs to be on the floor. Smack. This here is in my way of my butt and my tail. Smack. Do you feel better? Yes. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to attack you now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Cat. 
Okay, who's got the last one? Or the next one? I can do it. Go for it. Alright. So, you can ring in the new year with Baskin-Robbins Pokemon ice cream dishes. Ooh, nice. Uh, so, 2020's been a turbulent year for many of us, and so is the end of December just closer. And 2021 comes into view on Horizon. Some of us are already concocting ways to ensure we start the year off right. In Japan, many are preparing to forego some of the most traditional New Year's customs to maintain social distancing. Gathering together to ring a bell or catch the year's first sunrise is a bit too risky considering the whole global pandemic. Luckily, there's a Japanese tradition that's perfectly suited to these social distance times. Food! Ice cream vendor Baskin Robbins um, is contributing the family's New Year's feast as they've yet again teamed up with Pokemon to bring us a tasty treat with a tantalizing free gift. So they have the Happy New Year Pokemon Variety Pack. It has a Galar Sprinkle package to usher in 2021. They can be bought in 6-piece or 12-piece variations with the choice of small or regular scoops. And depending on the size of the box you buy, or if you buy one of their um, decadent Pokemon Winter Towers, which come with eight regular size scoops of ice cream, you can net anywhere from one free ice cream bowl to four. Oh. Um, a small size pack of six ice cream servings will reward you with one bowl, and a regular size pack will get you two. Um, a small size pack of 12 will get you three, as will ordering the Pokemon Winter Tower. Finally, a regular size pack of 12 will allow you to receive four free Pokemon ice cream dishes. Um, and the ice cream dishes have uh, Pikachu, along with the Galar starters and an Eevee. Mm, so, they're nice. very cute. Um, the promotional bowls will only be offered while supplies last, so make sure to grab a variety pack or tower once the promotional period starts on January 1st. Um, and they'll do it until stock runs out, and Baskin Robbins lets you pick the flavors for the variety packs. So, pretty sweet. Shout the peanut butter. Some... Mm, <laughs> yum. Get some Pokemon dishes. The ice creams look so cleanly made. They look like little Pokeball scoops of ice cream is what they look like. So it looks really tasty. And the bowls are really, really cute. The ice cream's not accurate. No. (laughs) I know, right? The ice cream is probably mashed potatoes. Yes. Yeah, mashed potatoes or wax or something. I'd still eat it. I'm such a fat kid at heart. I think we're all fat kids at heart. I mean, I have three tubs of ice cream in my freezer. I wish I had ice cream. I'll eat some on your behalf. I tonight. have ice cream. We have gelato. Oh, somebody's fancy. Food. Holiday chocolate. There's pickled olives with garlic in them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Does I, that I, count? I think I'd eat those. That's not ice cream. But that <laughs> still it can sounds be made tasty. into ice cream. It could be. I don't, yeah, <laughs> it can be made into ice cream. I don't know if anybody would like it, but it can be made into ice cream. I mean, if you get me drunk enough and pay me enough money. <laughs> well, there is this thing called vodkila, so. Vodkila. It's true. Yeah, and now I think they have like two other blends as well. Yeah, they have a whiskey tequila, the vodka to tequila, and I don't remember what the third one is. Mm. I don't remember. Now I have to look it up. Thank you. <laughs> Next. <laughs> well, going to from celebrating with one 
hugely um, Japanese mascot for the holidays to another. Rumkeela. Um, <laughs> not Rumkeela. Rumkeela is not the Japanese mascot we're looking for. But it could maybe be. in the future, yes. they'll kawaii it. Um, however, giant Godzilla is going to win out on this one. Uh, the statue is part of a Japanese park's Christmas illumination celebration, which I honestly would prefer a- above treats. Ho, 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 Merry Kaiju. <laughs> Merry Kaiju? <laughs> Japan really gets into the festive season this time of year, putting up all sorts of colorful lights that twinkle through the winter nights. While you won't see too many people with Christmas lights on their homes, you can find beautiful displays at public places such as shopping centers and parks, including the Kurihama Flower Park in the city of Yokosuka, Kanagawa Prefecture. While the park is plenty beautiful by day, it is currently holding its Winter Illumination 2020 celebration in which visitors can see lovely light displays in its Cosmos Plaza and Adventureland sections. But when the, while the Cosmos flowers and surrounding foliage look quite nice, it's probably safe to say that the most memorable part of Christmas is to visit the flower park and see Godzilla illuminated for their holiday season. I want to see so, <laughs> What's the King of Monsters doing hanging out in this park about an hour south of Tokyo? Thankfully, he's not here to destroy the city again, but to bring smiles to the faces of children, and let's be honest, grown-up kaiju fans too. The 9-meter, or 29.5-foot-tall, Godzilla statue is also a slide, with riders going down its gargantuan tail. Kurihama's Flower Park's Winter Illumination is going on now and continues until the 27th, but we're not sure if Godzilla does as much checking to see who's been on the naughty list and who's been nice during this year as Santa has. We recommend being on your best behavior, though, around the big guy. (laughs) It looks really, really cool. It is the old vintage-style Godzilla... Um, not like the 2000s Godzilla or anything like that, but if you remember a lot of the plastic molded toys from back in the day, that's the style of this Godzilla. And it's it's really cute. Um, the lights look really fun. And if you can go see it, I, I recommend it. But again, practice your best safety, common sense, and use your best judgment. Um, but it looks really cool. And I love seeing all the Godzilla stuff whenever it comes around. Go Godzilla, go! Godzilla. I think that song is somewhere. I think I had that song somewhere on my computer. But um, anywho, I'm not surprised that we went over our normal allotted time because it's my fault. It's just like me. That and we've all been drinking, and we're going. We're we're going. We're taking like two, three weeks off anyway. So. Why the fuck not? So, I think it's time to be a little fancy and get the heck up on out of here. What do y'all think? Okie dokie. All right. Past my bedtime. Yeah. (laughs) So, I want to say first to Koi, Wild Spice, Ichigo, Mako, thank you for making 2020 awesome, not just for me, but for the rest of the staff, everybody. I appreciate us getting together and doing this every week, so thank you so much. I also wanted to say thank you to those 
who participate with us every week here on the, sh on the channel, those who follow us on Facebook, Twitter, those who follow our website, everything. I really appreciate all of this, you know, because this is all a group, group effort. There would be no anime jam session without all of y'all, so thank you. And don't forget, you can always reach out to us at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We want to hear from you. And don't forget, when you visit our website at animejamsession.com, oh, I see someone likes the music. It's from Digimon. <laughs> uh, don't forget, you can check out our weekly podcast, anime reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, and cosplay reviews brought to us by the amazing Koi, and we love her for that. You can also check out our anime reviews, editorials, and so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. Uh, don't forget, you can also follow us on various podcasting sites. There's over 480 episodes for you to check out. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, anything that you use for grabbing podcasts, just do a search for Anime Jam Session, and you'll definitely see it. See them there. Again, our social media, youtubecom session. Our convention coverage is there. Twitter.com/AnimeJamSession for when we're going live, when we have updates on our website, and then some. Facebook.com/AnimeJamSession. If you want to see our convention photos when we're going live, articles, all that cool stuff. Thank you so much. And every everything that you that you give us goes right back into the channel, right back into the website. It keeps the show going. So we appreciate our tips. Streamlabs.com slash anime jam session. Kofi.com slash anime jam session. Bits, subscriptions, all of that. We truly appreciate that. And thank you. I'm just appreciative and quite humble. So we're going to go around the room. Last words. Mako-chan. I'm going to have to switch back to Supernatural because there's just not enough smut oh boy. in the crossovers. Last words. Ichigo. Well, I'm actually starting my work day, so I'm going to go right back to sewing. See you later. Last words. Wild Spice. Going to bed, it's way past my bedtime. <laughs> Last words, Koi. I farted and be glad you can't smell it. Oh god! <laughs> I've roomed with y'all once. I understand. I think I'm the only one who no. gets that. You know. I can't though. My last words. I have three wings here I'm going to finish up, and I'm probably going to pop in Borderlands pre-sequel or Borderlands 2 and do some of the uh, side quests. But other than that, that is it. End of list. We're done. We're out of here. We will be back January 19th, 2021 for episode 482. We'll catch y'all up on, on, on stories that you may have missed. We may talk about what we've been up to during our breaks and then some, so that basically is it. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Ichigagami. Wild Spice. God damn it, Koi. <laughs> <laughs> great fight, great night. See you next year, y'all. <laughs> night. Yamatene.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>